Hello, everyone. It's Mina Estrada, the producer and co-host of Dream Club. It's where the lovely Liz Goad and I talk about dreams. This is episode one. It's called Unexpectedly Halloweeny. We unintentionally talked about several dreams that are of a spooky nature. Um, you're going to notice some audio issues that we've already fixed for the next episode, but hopefully you'll be able to endure them during this one. We are so glad that you are here. Enjoy. Welcome to Dream Club. So I would like to start today with the dream of the week. So, so for this one, I want to go back. I want to go back a little bit. Oh my God, yes. Um, because I was thinking about this dream because it was Halloween recently. And I like to watch spooky movies. And I thought about my first nightmare. The first nightmare that I remember was after my parents let me watch um, Fright Night. Have you seen the movie Fright Night? Uh, I, 1985. I feel confident. Um, Chris Sarandon, it's a vampire movie. Okay. So it's like Is a, it one of those funny, scary movies? Or was it really scary? Tiny bit funny, but it's, there's, um, there's like some cool practical effects that are really like pretty gruesome and spooky. So like this was the era of like the slasher films. And so it was kind of like a throwback, like vampire, yeah. you know, coming back to some old, um, you know, like Bella Lugosi sort of, but it was very much in the eighties, right? 80s sensibility. Um, and so uh, Chris Sarandon plays a vampire in this movie spoiler alert, but like, der, you can tell from the beginning. And he has these long, like, he has claws, but he also wears like prosthetic fingers in the movie when he transforms to a vampire. So he has like long claw fingers. And in my dream, so I was very young, I was like seven or eight, it was just way too young to watch this movie. Yeah. Um, and so in the dream, he like comes and finds me at my parents' house. And he takes one of those long um, claws and sticks it up my nose. (laughs) I was terrified. I mean, it was my first nightmare that I really remember. And I remember it like 30 years later. So um, it was, I like woke me up. It was so scary. But yeah, he just like came after me and he's like, like corners me in the room and then just like slowly sticks like one vampire claw up my nose. But I don't know why. I don't know what for, like, I, I guess when I was seven or eight, I didn't really know what the purpose of being a vampire was anyway. So it just seemed like, I don't know, right. they got to get, get in your nose. Okay. Um, but also, do you think maybe because when you're a kid, there is a, there's some other kind of fascination with your nose? Because your dream makes me think about. Well, I probably picked my nose a lot. Like yeah. I might have been getting in trouble for digging in my nose too much. I maybe got a nosebleed from picking my nose. Right, because I had a dream when I was around that same age. And this was, at the time, it was really devastating. But it's one of the first dreams that I can remember. And in the dream, there was this boy from elementary school that I really, really liked. And he invited me to a party. And it was like a fancy adult party. I think I was six, like six or seven when I had this dream. And I get there and there's all these like champagne bottles. But the only champagne bottles I really knew as a kid were those squeezy ones that had like bubble bath in it, right? But it looked like a champagne bottle. And he went to pour me some in a champagne glass and it was like this slimy stuff coming out. And then he took it and he drank it. And I realized he was drinking his own boogers. Oh! Yeah. 
And I remember just being, uh, well, first of all, it was over. I was like, game over. Like, I'm not into right. this. And I thought, is this what everyone does? Is that what's in champagne? Right. So it did right. a lot of things for me. It makes sense of like adult things. Yeah. And, um, and also boogers are just a really big part of your life. <laughs> like, what do you, right. how do you get them? What do you do yeah. with them? What, is, what are they? What are it's, they? Like maybe an early source of shame. It's like one of the first things yeah. that you learn to do in front of other people because it's like as a little kid, it's just, I'm, I have a, I have little kids and it's just like, here they are. Do you yeah. want this? Like, should I put it over here? And then you, you start to learn like that's dirty and it's gross and you yeah. shouldn't like you shouldn't think about that or you shouldn't do that in public and um yeah mm -hmm. okay wow mm -hmm. really put something together um, actually, the next the next topic okay that we're gonna we're gonna broach is i uh the world wide web i i looked up something i looked up the 10 most common themes and dreams falling okay. flying running away losing teeth nudity cheating Mm -hmm. specifically like like cheating on a loved one right being late water which is really general mm -hmm. being lost and death those are the top 10 according to the world wide web top 10 okay. themes and dreams mine we've talked about this right uh toilets is my reoccurring theme has been oh, since childhood right yeah just you just a just so many toilet dreams. And we are not going to talk about any of them today. That's, that's like a whole nother, because there's so many and they're so good. And they're just my favorite thing to dream about. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay, so falling, flying, losing teeth, being late, mm -hmm. uh, water. Mm -hmm. Running know. away, being mm -hmm. lost, death, cheating. Okay. So I would say like more than half of those are true for me. Teeth falling out. Teeth falling yeah. out would have been my top guess because I have that one all the time. And it's amazing to me that still, like I probably had that dream, I'm going to say conservatively 30 to 40 times, but maybe like 50 or 100 times in my life. Um, I never, I never know that it's a dream. Of course. Like, and, and other dreams that are recurring, I start to figure it out. Like definitely flying. Anytime I'm flying in a dream, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm dreaming, but let me just like fly as long as I can before I wake up. But I guess because flying, just deep down, you know, you can't fly, but like your teeth can fall out. Like yeah. that can. Um, and I have it all the time. And every time I think like, it's finally, I've dreamed about this before, but it's finally really happening. Now my teeth are really falling out um, and they crumble. Sometimes they're just really loose and I know they're about to fall out, but it's always, um, I always feel very personally responsible for it. Oh, like it's my fault. I did something wrong. Yeah. Um, and I try to like save it to your, trying to like catch them. Like maybe they can put it back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so here's the crazy part about this segment is that I looked this up because I thought it was going to reinforce what I really wanted you to talk about. I thought for sure the thing that I wanted you to talk about would be on this list, but it wasn't. Okay. So okay. the thing I want you to address is monsters. Ooh. Now it's kind of a, like we just talked about uh, 
the Fright Night guy. So he doesn't count. Okay. Okay. No, I love this. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like the feeling of the dream is coming back to me. This is a very powerful one. It was very short, but um, I think this was a kind of a case of um, it's not quite sleep paralysis. Do you know about sleep oh, paralysis? Yeah. Yes. You know, kind of this condition where you're your mind starts to wake up at your body, whatever hormone courses through your body to keep you asleep. Yes. It's not, I may not be a hormone, some mechanism that keeps your, your physical body from like lashing out in the middle of the night is still mm -hmm. happening. So you can't get up and people often equate it. Like it's where all of these, um, this folklore comes from like the night hag. Yes. Right. Um, because it, it is often accompanied by a like feeling that someone is at the foot of your bed or on your chest and kind of um, it's, it's very menacing, right? It's menacing feeling. Um, so I've had that experience before, but never, I've never felt uh, the, the kind of terror that comes with it. It's always just kind of like fascinating to me when it's happening. Um, but this was a dream that I had after I had woken up in the morning, early, early in the morning and kind of drifted back off to sleep, right? So in the dream, I was waking up again, but this time I was in my bed, my childhood bed, right? My, the house that I lived in since I was born until I was about 15. So um, anytime I have a dream at home, it's always that home, right? Even though I've lived in 10 mm -hmm. different places then, um, which is also why I think I'm just really interested in place in dreams, but this is about a monster. So in the dream, I woke up from a dream and I was in bed and I was trying to turn the lamp on. Like I've reached over and I'm trying to, cause it's dark and I'm feeling kind of scared. Um, so I reach over and I try to turn on the lamp and I turn it on, but it, it goes right back off again, or it's just not working. And um, I just keep doing it. I turn on the light, it turns off. I turn on the light, it turns off. And um, it's starting to scare me. And I, I'm desperate, I become desperate to turn the light on because I know that there's something in the room with me that I can't see and I need the light on or it's gonna get me. And I look into the doorway that leads down the hall to go to my parents' house. And there is just this, it's, it's this like, beast it's a it's a woman I mean it, I don't know it's like some kind of like demon hag right like it's definitely feminine but her her face is like just horrible and it's kind of sagging off of her frame and she's got these deep dark eyes and like claw fingers and just scraggly hair and kind of like rags all over her. And she's not on me, but she's in the doorway, just like waiting for me. And um, I don't remember what else happens after that. I think I might've woken up. I think it just might've shocked me away. What was so terrifying about it was that I thought that I had just woken up. I was mm -hmm. truly convinced. And I wasn't a kid in the dream, but I was just in my childhood bedroom. And, um, oh wait, okay. And I think I kept trying to run away from her, but every time I went through the door, I was back in the room. There was there was like a lot of, um, I guess it's kind of like a theme of chasing. 
yeah. where I'm like, or running away, like I'm trying to get away, but I just keep, you know, the light keeps turning off. Or I keep ending up in the same place where she is. And it was just so shocking that I, I eventually woke up because I was just terrified. Oh, oh, I have such a good one. I have a really good one. Okay. So this one is from probably 10 or 15 years ago, but it was also just so intense that I, I so I know I was an adult because I, I thought to actually write it down and remember it, but I was at my grandmother's house and um, I looked out her window. Okay. And I could see, I was like, I was in her kitchen. I looked out her kitchen window and I could see onto the roof of the house next door. And there was a clown, but he wasn't like a circus clown. It was just a man, a bald man painted completely in white. And his, he had like a very simple billowy clown suit, all white. He was white from head to toe, except for his eyes. And he saw me and he knew that I could see him and that he was watching me. And that was it. Oh. That also woke me up. Oh, I don't like it. Um, but I have not had a lot of them. I haven't had a lot of monster dreams. My favorite, <laughs> I was, I don't know, I was probably a teenager. I might've been an adult, but the dream was that, uh, I was in a neighborhood home, but it wasn't mine. Like it wasn't from my childhood. It was just some random normal neighborhood home. And we weren't supposed to go outside because we had heard that there is a monster on the loose. Just a and monster? Just, just a monster on the loose. And I remember going to the back door and it was a screen door and I opened up and I looked out and I could see far away in the moonlight, this giant thing. Like it had like, too many arms but they were giant and like it, it just looked like a giant it was a monster right but then my dream switches over to where we find out that the monster was just um someone who had someone else on piggyback oh so in the in the in the moonlight it looked like a monster because it had too many limbs because like legs were hanging off and we were all just scared of someone who was walking around uh giving someone a piggyback ride Okay. The moment when I saw it, I was like, that's it. That's yeah. And then very soon after that, my dream revealed to me what it really was. And I'm assuming it's so that I wouldn't have to be scared. Right, like right. My, my subconscious did a sweet thing for me where it was like, oh, here's a terrifying thing you're going through right now. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know it's okay. No, mine would just, I just wake up. Yeah. I no. just wake up. <laughs> my brain created a solution. For me yeah. not to be scared, which is so sweet. It's, yeah. I mean, what, more, what more could I ask for? Yeah. I know. You and I had a debate last week and we were going to, we were going to hash out a question this week. And the question now, was, we can't do it this week now. No. Are we out of time? We're running out of time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But this is a great teaser for next week. All Liz, right. go. Dreams. Are mm. they fiction? or nonfiction. Dun, dun, dun.